Greetings, constant listeners. It's Michael Monroeville Mall Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from Jen's King Character Corner, our latest Patreon exclusive series that sees Jen Adams embarking on a deep dive on some of our favorite Stephen King characters. We're talking the villains, the heroes, the couples, the clowns, everyone in between, and both on the page and the screen. This kickoff episode sees her lighting fires with the fire starter herself, Charlie McGee. And to turn that spark to a flame, she's got fellow loser Ashley Cassidy beside her and her good friend, and let's be real, honorary loser, Julia Marchese, also tagging along. To hear the full episode, become a member of our Patreon, The Barons, where you'll unlock over hundreds of hours worth of exclusive content. Our Stephen King archival series, our Dark Tower Detour, our Spooky Souls Midnights, over dozens of commentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies, spinoff series like Talkin' Hawkins, our ongoing Crichton cast, next month Randall's Tackling Sphere, no shit. We also have a 24-7 Discord community where we play trivia, host watch-alongs, and make friends that, look, we'll have for life. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now through the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash thebarons. We'll let you grab a pen. We'll do that one more time www.patreon.com slash the barons hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights um all right so let's talk about her powers because this is where i get super excited these are this is why i keep coming back to this book because i love hearing all of the descriptions i love it when like wanless's monologue about like all the stuff she can do it's so cool I just love it so much. Um, Okay, so Charlie has pyrokinesis. That is her primary ability, which is the ability to light fires with her mind. And she also has other powers that she's inherited from her parents, including mental domination, a little bit of mental domination, telepathy, telekinesis, and precognition. I think of it kind of just like a big stew of psi powers and the yeah. the biggest one is the coolest one. You get to light fires, you know. Well, and I remember reading that Stephen King was like nervous about Firestarter because he thought too many people would compare it to Carrie. And I've I've heard people compare Carrie White to as as being a fire starter. But you have to remember mm. that Carrie White did not start a fire with her mind. She knocked things over that caused a fire with her mind. She's yes. not a fire starter. That mm-hmm. is specifically a charlie mcgee trait yes i actually had a bit of a weird like identity crisis this year because for my podcast we covered two movies um we covered scanners and we covered the fury and they're both they're so similar and there's like so many of this like shop type installation who's bringing these kids in and they have the powers and they all came out around the same time so the books and i was like i can't I can't tell who's ripping off who. Like it's all the same. Like I don't know if there's if there is a rip off going on or if it's just everybody came from the same place at the same time. I don't know if Carrie kickstarted all of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm into all of it. Like I'll take all of it. Oh, I am too. Like I would love to see Carrie and Charlie just hanging out and being friends with each other. I think they would get along very well. I think maybe Charlie could bring Carrie out of her shell a little bit, you know? Yeah, Carrie needs a good friend who understands. She does. And she's got a little more control of her powers than Charlie. So maybe she can train her. Like, I just think that would make a good team. I just remember when I was a kid, like, you know, my dad was mad a lot. And I, as a young girl, like a small girl, 
I really just couldn't do anything about it. And I would have to like hide. And I just think like Matilda and Charlie and Carrie, like they have a way to make their anger and their pain and their frustration bigger, you know? And I think it that's what really and, draws me to her is like yeah. they can be upset in a way that people can't ignore. You know what I mean? Well, they can manifest a physical strength that little girls just don't have Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't actually be able to fight off a grown man as a uh, probably today as a 35 year old but especially as a little girl but if I can set that grown man on fire Mm -hmm. dope and I think that that was you know it's not even just like psi powers you know the obsession that we all had I say we all because I assume you did too with (laughs) the craft oh uh uh-huh practical magic just this idea that you could that you had this like power mm-hmm. that was but, special inside. But as you. we know from the craft, that anything you do comes back to you tenfold, right? So yeah. you got to be careful with your powers. And you know, it's it's nice to think about having these powers as a kind of release, a cathartic release of your anger and getting it, getting that anger out of you and out into the world. Mm-hmm. But you also have to think about now you are worried that your anger is going to physically hurt other people. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hurt my dad, but I yeah. also, you know, maybe don't want to Just a little hot foot, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just make them think twice, you know? And exactly. there are some people that I wouldn't mind setting on fire, you know? <laughs> Not naming names. Not naming any names. That's, this is all off the record, right? What happens on a character corner stays in character corner. <laughs> um, but I pulled my fate. I don't know. I'm going to say every section I read is my favorite section of the book. But I pulled the section where Wanless is talking about um, what Charlie can do. She's talking with Cap. It's on page 79 of my paperback version. I love this. I like sometimes rewind it and listen to it again because it's just so cool. Okay. She's only a little girl, Wanless, after all. She can light fires. Yes, pyrokinesis, we call it, but you're making it sound like Armageddon. And that was, sorry, that was Cap. That was not a good Cap voice, but, you know, I guess we'll have to pretend. Um, Perhaps it will be, Wanless said. You must let her age, you mustn't let her age and size fool you into forgetting the Z factor, which is exactly what you are doing, of course. Suppose lightning fires is only the tip of this iceberg. Suppose the talent grows. She is seven. When John Milton was seven, he was perhaps a small boy grasping a stick of charcoal and laboring to write his own name in letters his mom and daddy could understand. He was a baby. John Milton grew up to write Paradise Lost. And then Cap says something that I don't care about. Um, I'm talking about the potential for destruction. I'm talking about a talent which is linked to the pituitary gland, a gland which is nearly dormant in a child Charlie McGee's age. What happens when she becomes an adolescent and that gland awakes from its sleep and becomes for 20 months the most powerful force in the human body, ordering everything from the sudden maturation of the primary and secondary sex characteristics to an increased production of visual purple in the eye? Suppose you have a child capable of eventually creating a nuclear explosion simply by the force of her will. And then Cap says, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard, which is not true. We'll find out. Um, Is it? Then let me progress from insanity to utter lunacy, Captain Hollister. Suppose there is a little girl out there someplace this morning who has within her, lying dormant, only for the time being, the power to someday crack the very planet in two like a china plate in a shooting gallery. And I read that every time. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know? Like I never, I never noticed the the increased purple in the eye. Was I hadn't that? either. I know. It's, I'm reading it out loud for the first time. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. 
you know does like, she have a purple glint in her eye i don't think so maybe that's her laser vision that's for the maybe <laughs> the sequel you know how chris traeger is like scientists believe that uh, the man the first man to live to 150 is alive now is and alive i believe today. i am that I man i am that <laughs> like, man <laughs> i think i'm the girl that's alive that is going to be able to like crack the earth into like I, I just haven't figured it out yet so yeah you have to i mean the shop chasing down charlie Obviously, they have nefarious uh, mm-hmm. intentions. But if they didn't, and it was just to destroy her and not to, like, make her a weapon, it's kind of understandable. Like, like you, that's a scary person to be out there. That's a, I mean, it's scary enough knowing <laughs> just who in our country has the nuclear codes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that to me is like oh i don't love that i don't feel like anyone on this planet should have codes to nuclear weapons they're terrifying so to have a person who is not quite in control of themselves and they are a nuclear weapon like that's a very scary thought i don't know if i would be necessarily against controlling that person yeah they have to think about i feel like the shop could have killed charlie if they had wanted to when they when they so because they killed vicky Mm -hmm. right and then they go to get charlie at her friend's house just kill charlie and the and the french family and then cover it up you're the shop right right but like you had the ability to do that and you didn't do that because they wanted to bring her in and try to do these experiments Mm -hmm. so it's kind of flip-floppy of what they actually want yeah definitely yeah it's like have y'all seen brightburn it's like the the evil superman movie evil Evil Superman baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I actually liked it more than I thought it was going to. But it's the concept is like it's somebody like Charlie Bet Bad. The same Chronicle is another really great example of that, which Chronicle, I, I yeah. loved that movie. Um, but we just have this story about this little girl who is inherently good and she has this power, but it easily could have been and that's kind of what Firestarter 2 Rekindled explores is what if the power is in the hands of the wrong people 